Chelsea's wrestling spring break. We don't have that sort of thing in the UK, but I understand it's a big thing in the US. And for Memphis wrestling, it's the first of three. Yes, count them. One, two, three. Yeah, um, it's good, you know, to have that sort of three, the trio, the trio of programmes, but only if they're good. Well, this is... I mean, I, I suppose I've got some issues with the with the end, but I understand why it's set up for wrestling entertainment. And the guest here, Lindsay Dorado, well, he has a fantastic match later on. First of all, we've got Dustin uh, with Trance, and Dustin has his nose protector and sunglasses on. Or is it a bit of sun cream on his nose? It's quite nice. And then you've got John Dalton... Who's Big John Dalton? Yes, as a sort of he's the coordinator of Spring Break. He's got lists of a clipboard and uh, risk assessment forms. No, not that kind of coordinator. Having a good time in a room somewhere else, and he introduces Lindsay Dorado, who Dorado should I say, who takes over and delivers a superb performance. He's kind of all hyped up for Spring Break, which was good because. John Dalton wasn't quite that hyped. So I like that. And we continue that big feeling with Kay Toomer. Sure enough, chance, yeah? The master of fat jitsu knows what he's doing here. He's very over. He wants the gold. Brett's out. Yeah, you'll get the gold. This is Brett. Uh, every rose has its fun. Michaels, who's the champion, he wants a match with Kay Toomer. He's not ducking Kay Toomer. He's not avoiding K Tuma. And to make sure K Tuma knows that, he says, You'll get your, your opportunity, but until you get your shot, I'm going to be around to make sure that you're safe. I'll watch your back. I'm not sure K Tuma feels he needs that, but then he was waffled between the shoulder blades with a crowbar recently, and that means he's been out of action for some time. Now, next, the 750th part of getting Ash Taylor over. Yeah. Now, the two people he's got with him, who are Bulletproof Brother Bruce and um, Jennifer Justice, still dressed as a nun. I mean, really? It's Easter! Anyway, they're out. They're the righteous path. There's only two of them. I mean, they maybe they'll recruit more as they go. Actually, there is an, a, a, a third person that will, that will appear in a little while now. Terence says this is the second coming of Ray Collins. It's Easter! <laughs> Ray's out to fight them because, of course, he turned down the righteous path recently and was beaten up by all three of those. And he's on Bulletproof Bruce immediately. The punchers um, are affecting Bulletproof Bruce a little, as gnat bites would, and he just punches Ray Collins down. Get off, mate! Then you've got Ray clothesline and dropkick. Put the big man down, I like that. Ash gets on the apron, because clearly bulletproof brother Bruce has got some problems here. Um, Ray Collins punches him, which of course the crowd enjoy, and he leaves and brings back brother Red, who of course was supposed to be in the final of the Cobra Cup and never showed. There's no explanation as to why he didn't show, but here he is. 
he um he sets up the choke slam, but in comes Swole, 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 and everybody bails because Swole is a big gentleman. Yes, and um, that will set up a nice battle between the two of them. I think. I mean, Red is big. Brother Red is big. I think he's bigger than Swole, you know. But he's not as swole as swole, if you see what I mean. Anyway, next we've got this superb match. Lindsay Dorado versus Zay Washington. Now, great reversals early on. The crowd are loving it, and quite right. You've got um, Dorado countering to a headstand out of a, a Hurricane Rana from Zay Washington. That's beautiful. A Dorado kick to Zay Washington as he goes to leap through the ropes. Straight to the head. That's naughty. Lots of air on a Dorado leap to the outside off the top rope. And then Dorado hits a sleeper or cinches in. You've got the arm drops once, twice, three to... No, he's not out of there yet. Great. Chops are bring. The shop is open. The chop shop, they're traded. And then Dorado obviously just thinks, I've had enough of this. Just punches him. Yeah. There's a massive roundhouse kick from Zay Washington. A sweet neck breaker and ripcord power slam from Washington. Yeah, a ripcord power slam. Pulled him in, used his own impetus to hit that sucker. It was lovely. Dorado gets the cutter, a super kick, and a twisting neck breaker. Zay Washington kicks out from that combo. That is just great. And then when they're, they're well, Dorado looks like he's going to get the pin. He's got it. He's got it really tight. Washington finds a way to reverse it. Gets the pin. And he points to himself as if to say, did I get that? Fantastic. Just great. Such a good match. They, there were handshakes after. Terrence was pushing the, is this the match of the year for Memphis Wrestling? I think it's one of the contenders. Even this early on in the year. It's just great. And then we've got, well, from the sublime to the almost ridiculous, because you've got a battle royal, which is for tag teams, because it's for the number one contenders, shipped to the tag team titles currently held by the posse. And John Dalton doesn't have a partner, so he brings in Red Wing, not called Red Wing, he's called Rocky. He's the Memphis Red Wings mascot. And early on, Rocky hits a cutter. <laughs> it's, it's, sorry, not a cutter, a stunner. That's right, it's a stunner. Either of those would be great, and it does look fantastic, I have to say. Mikey, Uncle Mikey, comes off the top onto, onto loads of people. He then attacks Brad, throws him out, but Uncle Phil eliminates Mikey. I don't know who Mikey was working with. I don't know who was in his, tag t- his, his corner. I don't think there was anybody in his corner, was there? Anyway, Big John Dalton. Oh, first of all, you've got... Um, you got Bradley from the LA Hustlers eliminating Uncle Phil while he's celebrating. Don't keep your head on a swivel, mate. Don't celebrate. Then John Dalton and Rocky go at the same time by Jason Vane, who's pretty um he's pretty impressive here. Call and Jason Vane. Yeah, pretty impressive. Then you've got Magma. Maybe he was the one with um, with Mikey. He's got a good sort of volcanic bodysuit. Yeah, he looks long and lean, does Magma. Van Vicious gets Colton Cage out of there, which, of course, he wants to do. But then we've got, for the second time in recent days, we have the 1992 WWF Royal Rumble situation with Hulk Hogan, who's dumped out, who was dumped out by Sid Justice, grabbing Sid Justice's hand and pulling him out. And they allow it. 
They allowed it then, they allow it now. So Colton Cage pulls Van Vicious out of the, the ring, onto the floor, and he's out of there. Then Vane, who of course is a little bit discombobulated by that, is thinking, what do I do? Do I go out after my mate? Do I concentrate on the on the Rumble? Not the Royal Rumble, the Battle Royale? Not even a Rumble, it's a Battle Royale, Steve. That's what it's called. He doesn't concentrate, double kick, puts him out of there, and the last teams are Draco and Geo Savage versus the LA Hustlers. Rough shot gets taken out early on. Oh no, it's this one. I was wrong, it's not, it's not Cage. It's, it's Bradley who gets Van Vicious out. As he was chatting to Cage, he was sort of saying, yeah, I got you out, you see, mate. Yeah, you see, you're not very good, are you? You're not as good as we are. Oh, I've been dumped out. That sort of thing. This is what happens. Rough shot is taken over the top and they do the Hogan and Sid Justice on this. So Draco is pulled out a la Hogan. It stands because you've got the Hogan test. For that, haven't you? It, it was all right there, so it must be all right now. Bradley then wraps a chain around his fist, smacks Geo, dumps him out. What happened to... What happened to... Dra oh, Draco already went, didn't he? I'm not concentrating here at all. I need to keep my head on a swivel, don't I? Mine! Anyway, they're num number one contenders to the tag belts. I like that the LA Hustlers are number one contenders. They deserve it. And I like their kind of... Their heelish nastiness but also success with the crowd it weren't bad at all you know and the main event was set up for wrestling enjoyment it was five minutes really it was Maurice the strongest man on earth I don't know about that I don't know if it's under laboratory conditions I don't know if he's gone to a tough man or strong man contest I don't know I think Arnold might have something to say about it. I'm not sure. I think Eddie Hall might have something to say about it. Who knows? Not to mention Luke Stoltman. Anyway, you've got him facing Kay Tuma. There's a Maurice slam early on. Then Brett Michaels comes out to watch just to make sure that nothing happens that's untoward. Well, quite a lot happens that's untoward later on. And it is actually Michael's fault, to be honest. But Tuma as he's been slammed, comes back with a belly-to-belly -belly and a massive T-bone suplex. In fact, both of those are huge. The claw is set up, but Tuma counters it to a test of strength. Now, Maurice gets him down to one knee. He is strong, you see, apparently. Gets him down to one knee first, but then there's a big Tuma headbutt, in fact, lots of them, which drives Maurice back to the, to the corner and a double chop, which brings in Barnabas, the leader. Oh, dear me. I'm not keen, you know, who wants to cause a bit of shenanigans and kerfuffle so that his, his man can get his senses back. He drops the crowbar in the other corner. Everything's been driven away from that corner where Maurice is. He grabs the crowbar. Michaels grabs the crowbar from him, goes to hit him with the discus clothesline. Of course Maurice is out of the way. K. Tuma takes the full force of that. And afterwards, they square up because they'll be facing each other. And it's good to do that. Great Saturday morning wrestling fair. This is a great episode. Really good matches. Interesting if they weren't fantastic. And one of them was just stunning. And it just went by in the blink of an eye. Hey, Dustin? Still available, you know. That catchphrase, still available. And, um... 
I'll be watching next week because if this is the first of three, what's the second and third going to be like? Ta-ta.